So, did y'all hear the news? What's the news? It's pretty big news, I think. What? What's the news? What? It's official. Josh Angus is a dog fan. After becoming friends with Stetson the Milkman Bennett on the set of our production, Josh can now say that he is a two-time national champion fan. I mean, I don't... I like to think that I was the good luck charm that brought back-to-back natties. Well... Because it was... If you think about it, it all started when me and Michael made the bet on the Georgia-Clemson game. All the way back in 2021. Yeah. And it was after that I had to, like, root for you guys... And it just so happened that, like, the next two years, you guys won national championships once I hopped on the bandwagon. Go dogs, Go dogs. But the thing is, you didn't hop on the bandwagon. You just lost a bet, refused to own up to it, and then we won two national championships. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, like, I like to think that I was a great motivating factor, you know? (laughs) We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. (laughs) Well... So as you can see, folks, in these four chairs, we have four great dog fans. With me today, I have my boys, Leo, Josh, Lou. I'm your host of the Final Final Podcast because our normal host isn't here, Corbin Surio. And let's let's get into it. I'm ready. So speaking of The Milkman, that was one of our final productions of 2022, It kind of went into 2023 with post and was posted on social media. Do you want to tell us about that production, Leo or Josh? Sure, I'll jump in. We're talking about the production day or just the entire project? We could talk about the entire project. It was a great one. All right, so it's August, right? And I get a a LinkedIn message from the man, Adam McCargo. Uh, I've worked with Adam McCargo previously. He said, hey, I got a video project I want to work with you on. And it involves a UGA player and an NIL deal. And that was enough for me to say, yes, I'm interested. Let's find out more. And, you know, you think about NIL deals, right? It could be anyone. But realistically, you're probably looking at some of the top five athletes on the team, right? Stetson, Bowers, Washington, Carter, you know. So, you know, ultimately, I, I get on my first call. And my first call is when I find out this is this is creative genius. Stetson hadn't agreed to it yet, but the idea of changing his name from the mailman to the milkman was already in the works. Um, We bid on it against another company. Um, We won the bid, uh, which was super, super exciting. And yeah, it was a four or five, six week sprint to a three day production. Uh, One of our biggest productions to date, I think on on day three, we had 20 crew uh, or more, plus the actors. yeah, fill us in on the production day. Yeah, so, like, I mean, as far as crew and just, like, everybody on set, especially on that last day when we had Stetson there, it was, I mean, anywhere from, like, 35 to 45 people that was there. Um, super fun, super fun experience. Um, yeah, like, as you said, you know, me and Stetson became friends because, you know, I had to make my boy laugh, all right? But yeah, no, it was just a super fun day. We got to work with uh, some really great contractors. One of like the first shoots where it was like just amazing to just sit back and it was like, all right, guys, like I need this, this, and this done. 
in like X amount of time. And I just had to just take a step back, watch these guys go in and do their thing. Um, I mean, you know, everybody down from, you know, our gaffers, our electricians, um, our audio people, our camera people, like everybody that we got on that set, they, you know, were killer. Um, I don't know what else to say to that, but it was just a great, it was a great project. It was a great time. Um, You know, we'd love to do it again. Yeah. And what was nice. post-production like for you, Lou? I know that was probably a fun one to work yeah, on. Yeah, it was great for me. I, I mean, I, I barely had a hand in the actual physical putting together of of the post side of it. I, you know, I gave my input on selects and edits, and I think I gave, um, I suggested the microphone feedback sound effect in the first video. Killer when he walks up to the stage. <laughs> that was my that was my impact on the video, um, but. It was fun watching it get released and the uh, press pieces that were out, the different yeah, websites. Yeah, for sure. I had friends texting me, cousins telling me they saw it and seeing people comment on the internet about it yeah, is hilarious. No, for sure. It was it was all over the place. Like Stetson being one of the biggest names in college football over the last two years. Yeah. You know, he comes out with an NIL video and obviously many sources are posting that. You see it all over Instagram, all over Twitter. Is is pretty crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. A lot of fun. I think we had four no three thirty second videos. One still has not even been released yet. Uh, we had a 15-second video featuring Stetson, and we just finished a bunch of shorts, about three six-second videos that will be... Because what's cool is that we worked with Stetson, right? But we also worked with four other athletes, yeah. um, a basketball player. We worked with two softball players, yeah. one of which is Justin Fields' sister. Yeah. And Shout then, out to Justin Fields. Helped me win some <laughs> fantasy matchups. And <laughs> then man. A, a soccer player as well. So, you know, we were working not just with Stetson, but with four other athletes as well. So just just cool to be involved with um, my alma mater, Lewis's alma mater, um, the University of Georgia. Uh, yeah. Really the closest we had been, closest we have been to working directly with UGA. So that was cool. Yeah. And it's back where Consume started. Back, good point. back yeah. in Athens, baby. Back in Athens. Well, speaking of athletics, NFL football is winding down. This Sunday is the big game. The big game. <laughs> yeah, the big game. The big game. And it's, so it's I think one. that we should make our predictions before that happens and we can go back and see who's the smartest here. Does anyone know the line? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Philly by one and a half. All right, so we know the line is Philly one and a half. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, man, this is going to be fun. You know, I, I'm really, I, I really like – I wanted the Bengals to win. I, I wanted it to be the Bengals versus the Eagles. I would have had more fun watching that game. I love watching the Chiefs. I had, I had the stack in my fantasy league this year <laughs> yeah. with Mahomes and Kelsey, right. um, which was great. That won me a championship, just saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I'm just going to go out and say Chiefs, 34, Eagles, 28. Okay. Um, right. okay. I think Mahomes having this extra week to uh, recover from injury, uh, he'll be balling out. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm going to go with. All right. Um, so, yeah, you know, I was grinding the all 22, burning the midnight oil, studying tape, you know, doing my <laughs> thing. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. Um, 
I don't know if it's necessarily going to be the nail biter that everyone expects us to be. I think okay. I think the Chiefs win by at least two scores. I think it's going to be at least a ten point victory for the Chiefs. I don't know. I just I was looking at it and Philly's road to the Super Bowl, in my opinion, was a lot weaker than the Chiefs. Um, like I'm a Giants fan. I love my team, but we had no place in that game against Philly. We didn't stand a chance. And then in the NFC Championship game, you know, I feel bad for the 49ers because, like, I mean, you play over half the game without a quarterback. And it's just like, all right, there's, like, what are you going to do? Um, and so I'm looking at the Chiefs, and not only just, like, on the offensive side, like Leo said, like, Mahomes is, you know, he's got an extra two weeks of rest. Kelsey gets to rest, you know, all those guys. But then I look on the defensive side of the of the of the ball, and the Chiefs' defense has been getting better week in and week out. And they already faced the best wide receiver group and essentially best passing game in the league, like outside of you know the Chiefs, obviously. But you know, like you can't tell me that like Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, like I I take that over. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And then, especially you're talking about passing the ball, I think we're all going to take Joe Burrow over Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So, I think the defense is going to – I think they'll make some plays. They'll do their thing. I got Chiefs – I'm going to go Chiefs 37 equals 27. All right. Ten-point game. I like it. Well, as the first one to go against the grain – I will be going with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, making Lindsey happy, okay. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, there's a, few, there's a few reasons. One is not statistics-based, but, you know, the storyline of Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean as former dogs and last year's national champions, it would be very awesome for them to also get a Super Bowl the following year. That would be cool. That's not based in anything no stats. That's just a feeling. Yeah, go dogs. But generally, you know, I, I have a feeling with the Eagles, like going 14 and three, that's not something that's super easy. I, you can say, oh, well, their schedule is easy. It's the NFL. Every team is good. You know, going 14 and three is not an easy task at all. And, you know, make excuses about it. But I am going to go Eagles. 27, Chiefs, 24. Okay. Cool. Okay. Close game. All right. I'm going, I'm going with Corbin. I'm taking the Eagles. Okay. Yeah. And the only, and the, can I say the only reason I am? Yeah. Is I've been watching, I love watching like mic'd up mm. NFL during yeah. the year. Dude, Jalen Hurts is like the most motivational quarterback. Yo, like, Jalen Hurts up. makes me want to run through a wall. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> I, and like I, I don't see Patrick Mahomes motivating his Whoa. team as much as. <laughs> hold up, listen to me. Wait, they've all right. Look, they, they won it recently. Like they they have Super Bowl ring, right? Yeah. The Chiefs, like, I think the Eagles are hungrier for it. I mean, but like, you did you watch the Jacksonville game? <laughs> the the Jackson, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if you looked at that, like, no, but I'm not. I'm there not. There was a there was like a marketed difference in the way that like the Chiefs team just overall stepped up when they saw Mahomes go down. No, like, I got you. Yeah, yeah like but those, I'm just saying, I, I just think Jalen Hurts is the difference that that's is going to be 
That's fair. All right, here's my question. No commentary allowed. We'll start with you. Who would you rather have in your locker room? Jalen Hurts, Ted Lasso. Dude, can I add a third person? Yes, yes, add a third. Let's have fun with this. Dude, Jamal Williams running back for the Detroit Lions. Greatest personality in the NFL. Okay, but then I'd have Jalen Hurts probably. (laughs) I I go Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I got to go with Jalen Hurts, man. Well, I'm going to go with Ted Lasso. (laughs) (laughs) I've also never seen Ted Lasso, so I can't. He's a great motivator. He's a great motivator, we'll say. But anyways, whoever winds up being right this Sunday, that that doesn't matter because what does matter is the Super Bowl commercials, the best part of the Super Bowl, and everyone knows that. Hands down. So... We'll we'll go opposite direction that we just went. Okay. Let's 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 hear about your favorite Super Bowl commercial of all time. I mean, I think that someone's going to mention it at some point, but I'll just the the classic the the waza. <laughs> the waza <laughs> dude, that's like that commercial's just like a legendary legendary Oh yeah. Uh you know, been parodied. You yeah, know, it's so funny. Um and it's a fun, fun, yeah, it's a fun one. It's a fun one. Yeah, it stands out for That's sure. one of my favorite ones. Well, mine is not my favorite one, but it is the most memorable and the easiest to get stuck in your head is the Mountain Dew Kickstart commercial. Puppy Monkey Baby <laughs> is it is definitely like easy to get in your head. You see that little puppy monkey baby dancing in his little diaper, posting up with his Mountain Dew Kickstart given out to all his buddies. You know, that that's it's just a strange one. I remember seeing that the first time. That was like, what the hell am I watching right now? But, you know, weird stuff sticks out and cute stuff sticks oh, yeah. out. Puppies, Budweiser commercial, Clydesdales, puppies, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, it's it's a Doritos commercial. Um, it was the two thousand nine Super Bowl and uh it's the one where it's this the mother has this dude over and like he goes over and he's like, Oh, what's up, little man? And like homie's like playing video games, eating Doritos, and he eats some of the kids' Doritos. And so he goes to dap the kid up, the kid slaps him across the face, <laughs> and he's just like, Keep your hands off my mama, keep your hands off my Doritos. I know that one. It's <laughs> a good one. It's just it's so good, man. Like <laughs> but, yeah. So I'm a big fan of of commercials with great music. Okay. A big fan. And I think it was, must have been 2019 or 2020, there was a Budweiser commercial with Bob Dylan's Blowing in the Wind. Mm. And it was a beautiful, it's just like a one shot, I believe, where like a, it was maybe a drone that flies in and there's this dog in this car and the dog's just so cute and the car's driving along and Bob Dylan's singing. And uh, I'm going to go with, with that Budweiser commercial. I love all the Budweiser commercials. The was that, the uh, typical American ones that mm-hmm. was our inspiration for uh, one of our Farm Bureau ads recently. Um, big fan of Budweiser. Big fan of, of, of cars. You know, that commercial had a car, but also that uh, Groundhog Day commercial. Mm-hmm. You know that one with, uh, yeah. with Bill Murray? Yeah. And I think it was a Jeep commercial. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That made me want to watch Groundhog Day again. <laughs> You guys haven't yeah. seen Groundhog Day, have you? I absolutely you have seen yeah. Groundhog okay. Day. Just want to make sure. Yeah. You youngins over there. <laughs> well, you know what's going to be interesting this year? Yeah. I, what I'm looking, or not looking forward to, but 
to see. So you remember how many like crypto commercials there were like last year? Yeah. There was a trend. Last everyone year lost sure. all their money. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> how few crypto commercials there will be this year. I like yeah. that. We should we should do a study I, on that because there were a, that I, there was a noticeable. It was noticeable. How and electric yeah, vehicles. Sure. Yeah, electric crypto vehicles. and electrical electric right, vehicles yeah. last year. Yeah. I did yeah. see that this year Netflix is teaming up with GMC, I think, for their new partnership for EVs. Um, that's going to be promoted during the Super Bowl in a com- in a commercial that's Netflix and GMC cross branded, and then Netflix in their shows going forward is also going to try to use GMC's electric vehicles in their TV shows. Mm, I, I like think that's it. a new partnership okay. that they have. It's pretty interesting. Um, you know, I think you can promote that stuff, but until people actually start making the switch, like, mm. is it money down the drain for a commercial? Like, I don't know. But it'll catch on yeah. eventually. I believe so. Yeah. Speaking of Netflix. Are we getting into uh Yeah. This might be their demise. I, so, yeah, I mean, I'll let oh. you like state the issue before you dive into it. Yeah. So, <laughs> Netflix, as many people have heard, is going to begin cracking down on password sharing. It's a very common occurrence. I'm sure everyone here has either had a password gifted to them or shared a password to someone. Absolutely. But it's it's going a little deeper than that with cracking down on having your account based in a single household. Um, so Netflix, I'll, I'll quote here, Netflix latest changes, which are currently on trial in Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru, would require you to log into your account from your household basically every 31 days yeah. on that Wi-Fi, your home Wi-Fi or Internet. Uh, and attempting to sign in from a location other than your household could result in your account being blocked unless you pay more to add extra users. Yeah. Okay. These updates were posted on the company's U.S. help page this week, causing an instant uproar. And a spokesperson from Netflix later told the streamable that the guidelines had been posted by accident, but it's most likely that this change will come for users in the States soon. So what do y'all think about that? I think that's... You know, it's crazy because, like, you think about, for example, my family, three brothers and my parents. My parents are the main account users at their house. My two younger brothers are at college. So they are part of the household, but they don't live there. Yeah. And I also live separate from my parents in in Atlanta. So, like, we're we're a single family unit but we don't live under the same roof mm-hmm. at all times. Like my brothers might live there during the summer, but during the school year they're at, at college. Um, and so even something like that is something that they would be cracking down on or attempting to crack down on. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of whack. So here, here's my thoughts on it. I'll give a few thoughts on it. First of all, yes, you're a single family unit, Corbin, but you're 23 years old, right? Yes. I'm, not, I'm 24, 24, actually. 24. I'm 24. I am 24, 24 years old. You're both 24? I mean, yeah. Jesus. I mean, look. I'm th- I'm, <laughs> We're getting old. I'm 31, and I'm on my parents' account. So <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing that. I'm just saying that you are 24, and I'm 31, and technically we are adults. 
Yeah. We have our I mean, own places and we probably should have our own Netflix account. Now, let's think about a few different things, right? Uh, for example, YouTube TV. YouTube mm-hmm. TV, mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're very, I, I really like what they do because I basically, uh, my YouTube TV costs $65 a month, but I have, I split it with two friends. Mm. So there are three different users. Um, and basically what it does is it caps you. If there are more than three devices streaming at once, it just kicks one of you off, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? So I like what they did there. You know, I like, it's like, okay, you can share with however you want, but like you can't have four TV streaming at the same time mm-hmm. because you're only streaming, playing for three. Yeah. Like I, I like that sort of approach. It seems to make sense, right? Um, mm. When you're an adult, yeah, you should probably get your own account. <laughs> but I, I would, I, I agree that I think there should be some sort of, uh, you know, per user policy or something like that. So yeah. maybe there's more than just one. I don't know. That's my initial thoughts. Yeah, I'm not sure because it's like they do already have the in their different plans. They have how many screens can run at once, similar to YouTube TV. Yeah, and it's like, what's the point of having like multiple users on an account if they can't? even use it if they're not under the roof of that household. Well, it's for families, you know, with with children in the household, you know? Because yeah. I know that I accidentally will log into my brother's Netflix because he <laughs> is, I guess, 34 on <laughs> my parents' <laughs> account. And I see a lot of uh, children's shows, yeah, you yeah. know, that his three-and-a-half-year-old watches. So. Yeah, no, I, I don't like it at all. I mean, like, I... I understand, like, the device limit. Like, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, but, I mean, you know, for being honest, like, there's not a single streaming platform that I don't share. Like, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll pay. I pay for, like, Hulu. Um, I split HBO with one of my friends. I'm on my family's Netflix plan. Um, I pay for Prime and then I for you know, I Peacock and all the rest of them. But, yeah, like, I... I think it's ridiculous. I mean, I've been like I've been paying attention to it because I'm yeah. just like obviously like at some point like I'm gonna have to like make sure that like all my stuff is good. But I mean, then that's the other thing. Like I've been like following it on social media and like looking at like the Netflix threads and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I mean, people are lighting Netflix up. Yeah, like they are not happy about it. And like I recently saw a post that like they're now considering like not going in that route. Well, yeah, I did see a thing. So basically when they backtracked on it, they were like, oh, well, this is just in Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru. Here's how it's going to be in the United States. And basically they'll have a device verification system Hmm. where the primary user will receive an email whenever someone tries to log in not on their Wi-Fi. They'll get a four-digit verification code, and that code will have to be entered within 15 minutes of that being sent for you to access it and then your device is verified. I think that's a lot more reasonable. It's making sure that like people that you actually know are like using your account. Yeah. Cause it's, if it's somebody that you shared it to, but you're not really close with, they might not reach out to you to try to verify it. Anyways, you know, I mean, how often do you have to put in the the verification code? Uh, It just says it'll be periodically, but I'm sure it'll be, you know, yeah. I saw some sort of like tweet or Instagram or something. And I was like, I thought Netflix's new rule was whack, but then I found out my friend is using her college roommate's second cousin's account. (laughs) (laughs) I see why they're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I'm on an interesting side where I'm the one in my family where it's my account and everyone mm-hmm. else is using it, like yeah, all yeah. my siblings and my parents. So nothing's going to happen to me. <laughs> 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 they're going to have to figure it out like if they lose my Netflix account, yeah, you know. Funny, yeah. um, no, I mean, they're, they're, we'll figure out a way. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. We're just going to all go back to cable. No, eventually. I did see oh, a goodness. graphic recently that like the average price of cable – and you put like the streaming services next to it, like are starting to stack up to be more than what cable originally costed. Um, I think so. It's like on average, cable costs probably like yeah. eighty bucks a month. Mm-hmm. And if you have HBO Max, Hulu, Prime, Netflix, and Disney Plus, those five alone already is stacking up to be more than what cable mm-hmm. costs. That is, if you pay for them all yourself. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just get a couple of roommate second cousins. And exactly. And you know? got it all. <laughs> Ex roommates. Ex roommates. Yeah. <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing what Netflix does with this. Um, hopefully, they they get it figured out and don't lose too many customers because you know that could happen. Um, but that's not the only thing we're looking forward to. We are looking forward to. 2023 and the next four quarters of our life here at Consume Media. Um, so it's everybody looking forward to. It's February. We're getting kicked off. There's a lot ahead for the year. Yeah. I mean, uh, last week we had our 2023 company kickoff. Um, myself um, and Michael, uh, the two co-founders of the company, have put a lot of time and energy into figuring out what can we do better than uh, 2022. Um Essentially, you know, we, we tried to boil down to a few categories. Um, employee experience being the number one. We uh, upgraded a lot of uh, our plans for how we can continue to make this a great place to work. So um, I won't dive into all of those now, but a lot of good things. Uh, continuing to create um, a great, um, create happy clients and having our product continue to be innovative and it really came down to those three things, right? Client satisfaction, employee experience, and high quality, innovative product. And I think we're gonna we're gonna roll out a lot of new videos, a lot of new policies, a lot of new ideas for this organization, um, and continue to make it a great place to work. I know uh, we are going to be looking to move our office, which is exciting. Um, is. We've been at this office by the time the lease comes up seven years, which is um, a long time. Uh, yeah. So. You know, that's going to be a big, um, big change for us. It's going to, you know, change generally a lot of things about, you know, how people, you know, where the office is, but, you know, how people use the office and who comes in. Um, If I'm going to put it into one thing, I think that that's probably the one of the most exciting and interesting changes for the organization is trying to find a new home base. Yeah, for sure. That's going to be super awesome. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm I'm really excited just for the creative growth that's about to come because, like, we're already starting off the year um, doing something that none of us have done before. Um, I don't know if I can get into details about that. Can yeah, I? I say high level. Okay. Um, yeah, like, we're, we're going to be shooting on a virtual, virtual stage. Um, none of us has done that before. Uh, I know, like, I've been doing some, you know, homework and stuff like that, just, you know, trying to figure out, like, what are the best ways to go about it. I know Michael and Jack and the rest of the team are doing that stuff as well. 
Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to those those types of projects and just doing new things that are going to continue to push push us creatively. Um, you know, and just continue to just yeah. strengthen our team and our you know chemistry, all that fun jazz. You know, meeting new creatives, new contractors. Um, you know, all that. Yeah. And for those who don't know, do you want to explain what like a virtual stage is? You know, I think that's something that's super exciting for us to try. But, you know, some people might not know what yeah. what exactly that entails. So essentially it's a I mean, the one that we're shooting on, it's uh, about 10 feet high, 34 feet wide. Um, so LED LED panels um, and you'll take I know for this, we're going to be doing a virtual world. Um, and so just creating that within an uh, Unreal Engine. Um, it's very similar to like the types of things that you'll see in like the video games mm-hmm. and stuff like that in terms of how they create their worlds and the world building that goes into that. Um, and so it's, you know, like it, it's going to be really exciting because, you know, like some, like I said, we've never done it before. But um, yeah. it's definitely one of the new directions that just film as a whole has been turning to mm-hmm. uh, in terms of just getting certain shots to make it seem like it's on location. Like, yeah. I know that they did that for uh, the new Matt Reeves Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, those shots when he was, uh, you know, hanging out on the scaffolding with Catwoman and all that stuff, like, that was all shot on a virtual stage. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I'm really excited to be getting into those things and, you know, seeing like the directions that we can take some of our videos. Yeah, for sure. I know another good example of that is the Mandalorian was shot on what Disney calls the volume. That's a massive virtual background. Um, But, you know, it's pretty exciting to see where where things can go in production when you have that, uh, the ability to create like a, a scene that, you might not find in real life. Yeah, it's becoming a, like a better replacement for like green screen and, and blue screen because mm-hmm. like you know with the glue the glue screen <laughs> <laughs> with the green screen and blue screens, it's you know it's just it's that flat surface. You know it's it's you know unless you know like obviously if you know what you're doing, you can give it the depth that you need. But with that virtual background, it's already there. And that's one of the things that makes it so much more exciting and, you know, advantageous. Yeah, for sure. That's that's dope. For me, I am this year looking forward to trying to become more of a leader in the marketing department. And that starts with finding myself a digital marketing intern. Um, This Wednesday, I'll actually be going to the UGA Grady Career Fair, which is super exciting. Going to meet some prospective students and and interns, but you know, I was at that career fair three years ago when I first met Leo. Two years ago, two and a half years ago, when I first met Leo, virtually because it was during COVID. Um, but that's how I got my job here, and it's really exciting to go back now and be able to represent the company and try to find more people that want to come be part of this. Um, so yeah, looking for an intern for this summer. Um, hopefully, kickstart some things, and pretty excited about that. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for you too. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. All right, my turn. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm excited. Like Leo said, I'm excited for us to be moving into a new 
new office space towards the end of the year. That'll be an exciting thing. Been here for a while. I've been able to kind of see the evolution of the office spaces over the years. And this has definitely been the most, um, I don't have the right words for it, but the the best office space so far. And I know the next <laughs> one is, I don't know. We got a cycle. I mean, we got, I mean, have you seen, you know, if you see where Leo and Michael started in like a, a spare bedroom and then moving into different places, <laughs> yeah. moving into, you know, um, so I just know that in the next place we're going to go is going to be even better than this. So, yeah, for um, sure. and then I'm excited for all the new content. Like we're, like you were talking about virtual background stuff, like just, you know, trying new things, um, you know, pushing our abilities, things like yeah. that. Yeah. I love it. Well, all good things. All mm-hmm. good things. Sounds like we have a fun year ahead of us. This will not be the only final, 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 final podcast of the year. We are just getting started, hopefully putting out some awesome content, having other guests in here, although it's going to be hard to beat this group. Mm-hmm. Just saying. <laughs> and um, yeah, any final words, gentlemen? Uh, Who's got a final word? Final word. Okay. <laughs> the final word, word. Can it be a hot word. take? Why not? Why not? All right. If Mahomes wins <laughs> the Super Bowl, okay? You know, just to circle it back to our original Call conversation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, he will officially be the second greatest quarterback in NFL history. And the greatest is Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah. He'll be the second best. Yeah. And second winningest. No, I just think that he'll. I oh, just he think will be the second. In terms of like your his accomplishments, your yeah. all-time quarterback okay. rankings, outside of Brady, because you know it's it, sure. You know, 10 Super Bowls, 7 wins, all that stuff. But Movie. outside of Brady, I mean, I don't think I personally, with all due respect to Joe Montana, I would I would take Mahomes over over uh Joe Cool. Yeah. Right. Over Peyton Manning? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, the the playoff memories meant he got a field goal in 13 seconds. Okay. That's crazy. Like that Bengals game last week was insane. You know, I had the mayor of Cincinnati calling him out. All the, <laughs> like, did y'all see that? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, the mayor, like, ordered Joe Burrow to take a paternity test to see if he was Pat Mahomes' son. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's my hot take. Yeah, well, we'll see if it comes true. Mm. We shall see. We shall Very see. Nice. Super Bowl, February the big game something yeah the, the big, big game big old game cut it out the big game we're excited football is done until september and so you won't have to listen to us talking about this anymore all right here's my final word you ready it's 12 22 what's for lunch go oh i was i had a final word uh, oh no we'll come back to your final word <laughs> all right i'm the final no no word. no yeah. i'll be the final word you do we'll do lunch i'll say one lunch is <laughs> delicious what? What's for lunch? Is what Leo asked. Well, I brought my lunch. Oh, you brought y'all, lunch. Y'all what did you bring? I brought lunch. Oh, yeah, what I did brought, you bring? Uh, chicken thighs with rice and uh, some veggies. Okay. Nice. Okay. I'll get something. We'll get something. <laughs> I didn't bring anything. 
Um, yeah, last night I made some jerk chicken and rice. Nice. So I'll be having that for lunch. Nice. I got a salad and some pasta as well. Yeah. Never go wrong with pasta. Delicious. Oh. Well, all right. Final, final, final word. <laughs> um, well, are you going to do like a be sure to? Uh, okay, nice. I mean, if you want to. No, we don't. No, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I'll just say, uh, hey, uh, any Super Bowl ads you guys think is funny, post in the comments below. Thanks. All right. Let's yeah, go yeah, 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 that's a great one. That's a great one. All right. Well, make make sure to follow us here. Um, wherever here is, whether that's Spotify, YouTube, if you're seeing a clip on Instagram or LinkedIn, hit that like button, hit the follow button, and we will see y'all next time on the next episode of the Final Final Podcast. That's it from our crew. Peace. Back to you in New York. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.